next level special edition SEO debate links versus technical SEO hey audience I'm a little sporty this morning just got done with the workout but I'm here with Cody Warren and Nick Leroy and quick intro Nick Leroy has been doing SEO for 10 plus years worked on gigantic brands done amazing work probably you know had more page views on stuff that he's influenced than you know a lot of people in SEO um, and on the other hand we have Cody Warren who right now uh, is one of our main SEO leaders at Hook Agency and by contrast probably a lot less page views and users on websites but he has done uh, he has essentially helped lead our clients to over 200% year-over-year traffic. So pretty intense results that we're getting through our process. Um, both very respectable SEOs. And I wanted to get some contrasting opinions because in SEO, uh, we have a, a crutch. And uh, it's it depends. And during this, uh, this little versus yes. between Cody and Nick. Uh, we have a set of, it dep uh, of depends for me to throw at them if they indicate in the direction of it depends <laughs> and if they say the word oh, be good. it depends, yes. uh, they have to wear a set of these. Right. So no saying it depends. And the point is, is yes, I understand that there's complexity to SEO, but at the same time, more interesting when it's a very specific answer, yes yeah. or no. So I did try to put some yes or no questions in here. I think you guys are gonna have fun with this. I think the audience is gonna have fun with this. And no depends today. No, All right, let's have no it depends. out. No depends. Dear God, that's good. I'm gonna have PTSD after this. This will be fun. This All will right. be fun. <laughs> I'm already excited. Look, he's gonna rip it right open right now. <laughs> I actually love when people chuck depends at me. So. Yeah. This last week when this happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. This is ridiculous. I get that. Oh, that's that's part beautiful. That's the best part. That's the best part. All right. I don't think anybody's pulled that off yet. No. <laughs> if you could do one of these three things, what would you do? If you could only do one of these three things, technical SEO, links, or content marketing on a website, what would you do if you could only do one of these three things? You're locked and loaded over there. Yep. You want to go, Nick? Yeah, links. Hands down links. Tell, uh, tell me a little bit why. The links. Hands down links. Basically, if you're not going to be having an authoritative website, you're not going to have a chance of ranking. Now, the only thing that could matter <laughs> is with technical SEO, um, you got to make sure that your website is found. So yeah. if you're in a situation where your site isn't found, then your links aren't going to matter as much. Yeah. But when it comes down to actually growing your website, I'd say links hands down. I think Cody? I would go content. I think I would go content and I would focus as much as possible on making it 
very authoritative, having it be long form, skyscraper, moonshot, whatever you want to call it, and focus on educating and engaging your users and promote that on social and use that to kind of build your brand and drive traffic organically to your site. And how good is that if nobody can find it? Uh, if nobody can find it, it's not good. That's why it's got to be some damn good content. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Meta titles and descriptions versus de-indexing thin and duplicate content. If you could only do one of these two things, de-indexing thin and duplicate content or meta titles and descriptions, which one would you do? Cody, go. Meta titles and descriptions. Absolutely. Okay. A lot of times, especially if you're working on WordPress, it just generates shit meta titles and descriptions, has like archives or whatever on there. I understand that de-indexing thin and duplicate content is a very important task, but unless you have a massive website, I think that optimizing your meta titles and descriptions for their target keyword is gonna be a lot more effective in driving traffic to your site that you actually desire. Whereas de-indexing thin and duplicate content can help that, but if you have shit titles, it's still gonna be hard to draw that click. Nick? I actually agree with Cody. I do title tags and descriptions as well. Um, similar to what he had said, until your site gets massive or you have really significant duplication or thin issues, you know, your titles and descriptions are gonna take you even much further. Uh, I'll give it to him. Hit him, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a new depends implied in there, which is accurate. But for the game, you get it. <laughs> you got two. Uh, all right, number three, ideal anchor text ratios for building backlinks. Now this isn't a yes or no or an either or. This is just from your experience, what would you say? And I'm looking for a specific answer, as specific as you possibly can get with this question, which is, if you're building links to a website, if you're, let's say, guest posting, if you're uh, earning links in some way, shape, or form, if you have control over those, the, the text that links to you, what is the text on average percentage-wise? Like I'm saying, brand versus one. brand and keyword versus yep. anchor, to, you know, exact match URL. Yep. So when I'm building links, I'm looking to build as many natural links or at least give the impression that they're natural time and time over again. So if I have to put an exact percentage on it, I'm going to go about 50% brand. I'm probably going to go another 25% of click here, this article, the name of the article, or even the page. And then with the other 25%, I'm probably going to go a little bit more optimized, including your keywords. And that, in my opinion and my experience, is an ideal ratio to get pages ranking. You go upwards of 25% optimized with the keyword? Not an exact match Not keyword, exact match. but variations of it as well. Yeah. If we're going for Minneapolis SEO, yeah. you know, I may also throw a St. Paul SEO. Yeah. I may say a Minneapolis SEO consultant, okay. you know, Minneapolis SEO services. So 25% of those type of keywords. Yeah. But Ultimately, I'd focus a lot more on the brand and focusing on having the keyword, or I'm sorry, the links and that page rank flowing into those correct pages. Yeah. Then I would focus more on the anchor text. Itself. So more brand, yeah. even if it's an interior page, not the homepage. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. when we think about it, when people are going to be linking to us, it's really a sign of trust and authority. And nobody is going to actively link with an optimized anchor text to help us rank for it. It's not natural. Right. So when I'm looking at backlinks and I'm say I'm looking at the hook agency, if I see a ton of Minneapolis SEO or web design, 
Like, I know you guys have influence over that link. What? What? <laughs> no. No. Um, no way. Uh, so what, what about you? What's your percentages? I think I would have to say, very similar to Nick, one thing I would change is I would include naked URLs as well. Just the bare URLs, press releases are great for that. Um, and I would say exact match plus brand is really nice if you're just looking to pump a lot of juice to one page. It doesn't necessarily look as natural as possible, um, but it's, it's a great way to just pump as much link juice as you can. Obviously, only sending like one of those. You don't wanna be, you don't want to be doing hook agency Minneapolis SEO 50 times because that's going to look spammy as all Hey, just, just for clarity's sake, a lot of these links were built when I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> yeah. five years ago. So if you see, if you see, try to copy our anchor text uh, profile, you will be sorely disappointed because a lot of those were mistakes <laughs> Yeah, that still exist. So let's level up this question. Let's yes. also talk about ratios of nofollow or follow links. Oh, yeah. what, what do you think the value of a nofollow link is? I think the only value of a nofollow link is kind of like, what, what would I call it? Camouflaging our linking activity for Google. I don't wanna be, have, if I, all I have is good do follow links, I mean, you don't even have to be an SEO specialist to look at that and be like, all right, these guys are doing something shady to try and try and boost their rankings. Um, I think that's the value of sparsing in nofollow links, but that's what I would say. Yeah, I would agree. I think nofollow links have value, but it's not directly in an SEO perspective. Yeah. There's so many times where you can get content published, a directory listing, or you're just like even a sponsor of an event where there's so much value in the referral of somebody yeah. clicking on a link and going to the site and not necessarily getting the SEO boost from it. Yeah. What's your favorite way to get nofollow links? I don't attempt to get nofollow links. <laughs> Yeah. But, but I, if they I, come, that's good. Yeah, if they Sign come, I, I'm, I'm not worried about it. To me, it's all about coverage, and I think there's a lot when it comes to relevancy and authority. Yeah, that no follow links could definitely you know play a role in. I was just gonna throw out there like blog comments on relevant blogs. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think thoughtful. that's relevant. You know, not, I think, not ever like spamming them, but being thoughtful and actually dropping those in sometimes. Right. Yeah. One well, even think like your LinkedIn profile. Like we have links back to our websites, Absolutely. but they're no follow. But that is a really good tie from yeah. an authority and an expertise perspective. You know, taking your full resume and tying it or attributing it yeah. to a website. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So I've got two more questions, and then we might go off script a little bit. But here we go. We got. Google's official positions on stuff. So for instance, guest posting, they've said this since Bullshit. 2010 to 2012. They've said guest posting does not work. Don't try it. We can, we can tell. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering in your guys' experience, I appreciate you already out <laughs> with it. Um, but uh, Google's general positions on stuff. What is your thoughts? Um, this might be a little bit more nuanced than just a yes or no, but yeah. why do why do does Google s seemingly take these positions that are clearly opposed to things that we can all observe with our eyes? Yeah, I'm gonna try not to bring my little soapbox that tends to lean anti Google. Uh, it's really easy to rail. I I everything that Google says I take with a strong grain of salt because at the end of the day they're running their own private business and they are gonna do what is best for them. I firmly believe that in their eyes, SEO will not exist. They, they don't want people to gaming the system to try and rank. Um, and the more and more time goes on, the best way to rank is to become a Google property. I mean, <laughs> we've seen that with Google Flights. 
outranking Skyscanner and other reputable uh, flight listings. And it's like Google Flights was awful when it first came out. And I mean, you can argue it's better now, but I definitely think that uh, whenever Google says something, test it before you listen to it. That's what I would have to say. Absolutely. I will say that Google over, especially like the last two years, has become a lot more valuable in the insights that they have provided. I would say that, especially on the technical side, like they're helping us answer some questions right. and solve for the unknowns. Now, on the other hand, similar to what you had said, I very much, uh, you know, am on the table about whether I trust Google when they say that it's going to, you know, okay, just throw it at me. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, so here's the thing. When Google is telling us implicitly you can or cannot do this, I agree with you in the sense that it is not an absolute. You have to test into it. Google is looking out for themselves. I also think that they have a really hard time, guest posts specifically, for algorithmically determining whether it's naturally linking out or yeah. if it's a you know, manipulated link. So if you take a very hard stance on, this is not allowed, this yeah. is you know, illegal, you know, it's black hat, then what that does is it does curve you know, a certain amount of people from doing it. Yeah, absolutely. But those people tend to be the most legit companies, which is bad. All right, yes or no, with no other context, do site audits really get companies SEO results? It depends. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Do site audits get results? What was the last part of the question? <laughs> Do SEO audits really get companies results? <laughs> no. SEO audits don't get results. People doing work gets results. All right, so I love this. We've got Nick on the right saying yes. <laughs> and uh, Cody on the left saying no. People doing work gets results. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to need you to clarify for the audience what you mean by that. And Nick, if you could uh, spend a couple minutes clarifying what you mean by yes. Absolutely. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start by asking you a question. So people get results. Agree. How do you know what to do? You know what to do by auditing a site. Wait, explain a little bit more. So we use a tool called AREFs. We crawl our clients' sites and it highlights top level issues and I mean bottom level issues as well that we're not gonna spend any time on. We use that as a reference to spend time either fixing things on the back end, optimizing certain things, usually meta titles and descriptions, and a lot of times optimizing meta titles and descriptions aren't what shows up on those audits. So we take that in and use our experience working on other sites to say, all right, this is what this bot is telling me is a problem. This is what's on this audit. Now, what is actually the most important thing that I should be working on? In some cases, it is what's listed on the audit. But again, that audit didn't do anything. We pay a small price for that. You can find free ones online. Anybody can plug a website in and crawl it and be like, all right, here's the issues that we need to fix. But it's the mind and the experience behind the SEO that's going to say, A, I know how to fix that. B, I know if that's important or not. So if you're going to go through and tear things up and kind of manually review it anyways, what is the purpose of even spending the littlest amount of money on an automated tool? 
because it tells us if there is a large issue that we need to take care of right out of the gate. Interesting. Last time I checked, Ahrefs isn't going to be telling you if your robots.txt file is blocking your entire site from Google. It actually does. Really? It does, it, it does tell you that. Yeah. It'll, it'll say, it tells you if you have pages that are no indexed. So it'll be like you have 500 no indexed pages, and that's indicative of what's on the robots.txt. Is that robots.txt file, or is it the meta robots uh, directive in the actual code? I believe it's the robots.txt file. Hmm. We should check on that. We should check on that. I'm gonna look like an idiot here <laughs> if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the robots.txt file. So another thing, is Ahrefs gonna be able to tell you if your server is configured correctly and that you're regularly and consistently getting 200 statuses all the time and every time that Google is visiting your site? No. No, but I actually don't think that's that important. You don't think that regular or reliable hosting is important for SEO? It's absolutely important, but I don't think you need an audit to tell if your hosting is bad or not. I mean, site speed right. can be indicative of that, and that you, you definitely don't need an audit to tell you if your site's loading slow. Absolutely. So let's take a step back. I think you brought up a really good point in the sense of an audit isn't indicative or needed for that. Tell me, what do you think is a crap audit? Like, what do you, when you say an audit is not necessary, what do you think of? an audit deliverable being that is not adding value? I think an audit deliverable, deliverable that is not adding value is when, and we see this all the time, people send someone an audit and say, hey, you have these problems on your website. There is no website, there are websites that exist, so, but there are very few websites that have no technical errors. Mm -hmm. It's we, we have hundreds of technical errors on Hook's website, but yet we still draw in thousands and thousands of clicks a month. And- A day. A day, thank you. 4,000 a day. 4,000 a day, yes. Um, so I think the... Maybe that's what makes us so opinionated. We've got near 5,000 page views a day and we're our, our biggest buy technically. And I've had the same website since I was in college. So yeah. this is like the same site going back too far. I mean, it needs to yeah. be rebuilt, but... Yeah. But it looks beautiful. Yeah. It does look dang <laughs> exactly. um, I forgot where I was in answering that question. Excuse me. Basically, what do you consider a crap, a, audit. a crap audit? A crap audit is something that's sent with no context to what is important Ooh, and no um, explanation of what it is. I mean, yeah, that just telling someone, hey, these things are broken. Someone who doesn't have experience is like, I'm paying this company $3,500 a month and I have broken things on the back of my site. Yes, yes, you do. But you don't want us working on that. That's yep. the answer. You're, you're so right. And I think that's the key of what a successful audit is. It's not only telling you what is broken, but how to fix it and how to prioritize fixing it. Yeah. If you're not getting that aspect, yeah. then you're right. There's nothing different from a human audit that costs $3,500 to $5,000 versus yep. an Ahrefs or an SEM rush you know, yeah. audit telling you just what some of the basic on-page issues are. Yeah. And I think that's where the difference is when we say an audit is super valuable or not valuable, mm -hmm. it's really what is that comprehensive deliverable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I will say, if you're working on a massive site that if there's small things broken across all of your pages, being able to see that from an audit is highly valuable. And I will say there's there's not a lot of ways just to pick up on that if you're just looking on, on a site with your human eyes and not doing something that's a little bit more extensive in search. So, just want to come in here and kind of say uh, we are going to crown a champion. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't have a champion for this. But uh, what, what I do want to say is, it depends. Put it uh, on. 
And uh, the key is, is that we, uh, we want an emphasis on action, whether it's the client or it's the, uh, the, the SEO company. What we yeah. need is action. We need action to get SEO results. We do not want to have endless site audits with no action. And that's what I do think there are some SEO companies that do. I think at the end of the day, you want action. You need action. You need content. You need links. Thanks so much for watching. Have a good one. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah.